0: Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Things I wish I knew when I was a young man. Number four is she wants to fuck you earlier than you think. This is a really important one to understand. Women won't tell you at what pace they need you to escalate on them. In order for the attraction to maintain. Very rarely is a woman going to verbalize, okay, buddy, you should kiss me now, or now's a good time to fuck me. I mean, it will happen occasionally, and when it does, listen. But for the most part, women will not verbalize the way that they need you to seduce them. And a very, very common mistake is to assume that women want you to move at a very slow pace. And this is sold to us in terms of the North American dating model. Because right? in, in Australia, when I was growing up, people don't really go on dates, right? They sort of meet in a pub or three friends or whatever, and they get drunk and then they fuck each other and they wake up and go, oh, guess that's my girlfriend then. Whereas when I first started going to America, I saw that, oh, there, there is a culture here of uh, asking a girl out, taking her out on one date, trying to kiss her on that first date, probably at the doorstep. Oh, don't do that. Such a cliche. Then taking her out on another date, maybe a week later, and these are usually formal kind of dates where you're going to dinner or you're sitting opposite each other having coffee and you're talking about very not very spicy or sexual topics. You're talking about your hobbies and your work and so on and so on. And then the second date, maybe you get a bit of a grope on the couch and then maybe on the third date, you'll, you'll have sex if you're, if you're lucky, if she really likes you. Right, so this is, there's this common idea that that is what women want. Right? So that, that, that's the way she wants these things to progress. Of course she doesn't want to just like meet a guy in a park one day and then like go and have a drink with him that night and then go, fuck it, I'm just going to have crazy wild BDSM sex with him. Of course a girl wouldn't want that, right? Wrong. The truth is, because this, this is all tied in with concepts of the good girl and slutty girl dichotomy. There's, there's a very commonly held belief that there are girls who do and girls who don't. There are good girls and sluts. There are the girls that you date and then there are those other party girls who only want cocaine and money and they fuck DJs or something like that, right? So that if you're meeting what you perceive to be a nice girl, right, it's because she's sweet and she has a job and, I don't know, she dresses modestly or something, that that is a separate species, essentially. This is the type of female that doesn't like having sex instantly. She only trades sex for relationships and she does things in a very good way, in a proper way. Uh, And therefore, I need to treat her delicately and I need to move at a snail's pace. And I probably need to verbalize if I want to escalate. I need to actually say, hey, is it cool if I kiss you now? This is completely wrong. It's a complete misunderstanding of female sexual psychology, of her arousal state. The truth is that pretty much all women are, are wired that if they're attracted to a man, they want to be physically close to him quickly. Now, of course, that can, that may not be the first night. I'm not saying that every woman wants to fuck you on the first date, but that's always a given. But uh, that it is far more common than you expect it. That she is very likely that if she, if she had a fun time with you and she feels aroused and you've been touching, escalating on her, uh, you've been flirting, you've been looking her in the eyes with clear intent, you've led her from venue to venue, and you haven't sat and had a formal dinner and talked about your job, that it's very likely that she wants to get physical that she at least wants to have a, have a make out right and so many men do not pull the trigger on a girl they do not escalate until it is explicitly clear that she that she wants you to do it and by that time it's usually too late right there's so often guys will go on dates with girls and and they go on one or two dates and then it fizzles i know pretty much 100% of the time if i get a girl on the first date and we have a bit of vibe and chemistry i'll sleep with her if not tonight the second one. I can fairly much guarantee that. Now, there's a big drop-off point in terms of my like, how many girls I approach. Let's say on a given day, if I went and approached for an hour and I met 10 girls, I might get four or five numbers. Out of that, a bunch of them will certainly flake. right? I may only get one or two dates out of that, but get me on the date, I'm golden. right? And that's because uh, I had to go through the long process of understanding this clear mistake. I had a number of dates early on where I just waited too long, didn't kiss, kiss the girl until the end of the date or, or not, not even. And then when I try and see her again, she makes an, a polite excuse and vanishes. It's because you've got to look at dating as a story, as a narrative that's moving somewhere. And where is it moving? I mean, it has to, for it to be anything at all, it needs to move to intimacy. It needs to move to sexual attraction and to a resolution of this attraction, which is us fucking each other. Of course, unless unless the situation is that she's from a very conservative society or some religious thing where she's she has some other condition barriers in front of her that doesn't allow her to do what she wants to, in which case, good luck with that. Personally, I'm going to leave that alone. That's way too much trouble for me. But if she's a girl who's just like allowed to do what she wants, then she wants to fuck you much sooner than you think. Number five, do not put up with shitty behavior from women. Men are a bit dumb when it comes to getting laid. They will, if they think that they have a chance of having sex with a girl, they will put up with almost anything, any shitty behavior from this woman in order to get into her pants. This is unfortunate because it teaches women that it's okay to be rude and bratty and unattentive and to not invest. So it's like anytime you have a girl who is high maintenance, who is really difficult to be with, it's the fault of all of the men, all of the men, 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 who've come before you and rewarded her for her shitty behaviour. It's not worth putting up with being belittled or treated badly or disrespected in order to get laid, and it makes your chances of getting laid harder. So it's really important, and not only does it make it harder, it sets up a paradigm where if you put up with shitty behaviour especially in the initial phases of courtship, right? So you're going on dates with a girl and for example, she's teasing you constantly. Now it's okay for a guy and a girl to tease each other. That's, that's fun, that's banter. But if she's the type of girl that always prods you, every single thing that you say about yourself, she always makes a disparaging remark. You know, she's always negative about it. Or she's always trying to make you look like a fool in front of her or your friends, for example, which these, these can be common things. And they can come out in just little snarky comments, little passive-aggressive aggressive comments, little rolls of the eyes, that kind of thing. If you put up with that early on in a relationship, you've set the paradigm. you set the, the foundation for the way that the relationship will run. And it's very common for people to end up in relationships where one or other is subordinate to the other person based around accepting the kind of behavior that they don't like. And I've, I've certainly seen this with, with my friends people who've been in three to five-year relationships with somebody who never respected them and at the very beginning tested the guy to see if he, she could get away with certain things and saw that, yes, she could get away with it. And not only that, she was rewarded for it because that's, that's a common thing. Women know that if they start crying or whinging or manipulating in some kind of way, often the guy will not only accept it, he will give her more attention, All right? So I, I, I remember that, like one of my early girlfriends The guys were like, we'd be hanging out at home or whatever. And the guys would come around on their bikes and like bang on the door and say, hey, Jamie, let's go out and smoke weed or let's go and fucking do something. And I go, all right. And then I get up to leave and my girlfriend would start crying and causing a tantrum. And one time she even like cut herself in a a dramatic way. It wasn't very deep. It was just like, hey, I'm going to cut myself. Uh, and the first few times I was like, oh, okay, baby, sorry. Sorry, yeah, yeah I'll stay. I won't, I won't do what you don't want to do. And, I, you know, and, the, and then she got rewarded by getting cuddles and looked after. And I quickly realized, hang on a minute, it's like, fuck this. Like I sh- I'm, should be able to go out with my friends if I want to. I'm 19 years old. I'm not going to stay at home all the time. So I just started saying, hey, look, I'm just going you know, to go. And she, first one or two times she had a big tantrum. And I said, all right, well, look, just you deal with that because I don't see that's a big problem. I'll be back in some period of time. And off I went. And then quickly she learned that having a tantrum was not going to get what she wanted. Right, so it's very important to understand that people will treat you the way that you train them to treat you. The same girl will be a totally bratty little shit to one guy, and then will be on her total best behavior with another guy, depending on what he's willing to put up with. Right, these days, I have very, very clear boundaries about the kinds of behavior that I accept from a girl. If she shows me clear disrespect, I call her out on it. If she does something that's really irritating to me and she knows that i will make an ultimatum i had a girl beginning of this year really hot girl was very manipulative knew how to how to handle men had a lot of guys interested in her and we were hanging out seeing each other and uh one day she just like pinched me like really hard on the arm i said don't ever do that again and then she reached over and pinched me again Why is she doing that? Just because she's used to getting away with whatever she wants to. She's a little brat. She just likes seeing the kind of power she has. And then I said, listen, if you do that ever again, then you can just fuck off out the door and don't ever come back. We're totally done. She's like, what? Isn't that a bit overreacting? I'm just playing. And I said, well, to me, that's not play because I have to be able to have some kind of boundary. If I don't want something, I have to be able to tell you like you would tell me, and that's my thing right now. So don't do it again. And I, and I stood there and I saw her reach out and I didn't flinch. And then I saw her just go, well, whatever, I'll do whatever I want. And uh, a little bit later, we we're in bed and she said, hey, were you really serious? Like when you said that, like you wouldn't ever see me again? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious because we have to have some kind of mutual respect. Otherwise, you're just going to run right over me. I know you, you're a little shitty brat and you get away with murder with other guys. I'm not like that. So don't do it again. She went, all right. And then she never did, right? It's, it's kind of simple Pavlovian training when it comes down to it. People will treat you in this way. If you accept shit behavior from people, it says to them, you don't respect yourself. And it just gives them free license to do it. And it's not that everyone is trying to do awful things to you. It's just that often people lean over each other's boundaries because they're unaware, because they don't know that people find something annoying or they don't like it. Uh, or because know a, a woman's case, she might be really impulsive or emotional in, that, in, that, in any given moment. And so she's expressing herself and then so often the man just backs away and puts up with her being like outrageously needy or hysterical or demanding, right? Or accusing him. A common one is accusing a man of wanting to do something other than being with her, right? So like if a guy's got a pursuit he's really into, he's got a passion that's really important to him, he's got work, he's got friends, he's got family, he's got other things going on in his life. And then... He tries to do that and then she's like, oh, you always do this or why aren't you giving me enough attention? And then he is apologetic about wanting to have a life outside of her. Then he is starting to capitulate his life to her. There's a cool story. I had a a drummer in my band, great drummer, and he had this, and he was a, he played in like five bands. He was, he was a serious like professional drummer. He taught drumming. Drumming was his life. He fucking loved the drums, man, that guy could drum. And I, I remember when we were playing together, he had this girlfriend and she was actually a musician as well, which is kind of weird, but they were driving home from a show and she said to him, hey, listen, I've been thinking, you're going out like four or five nights a week playing gigs and, you know, that's just not, not okay. Cause we're not spending enough time together. So you're going to need to, uh, yeah, adjust your schedule. And he like stopped the car and he said, get out, we're done. And she was like, what, what do you mean we're done? He said, I'm a drummer. I live for drumming. There is no way I'm going to compromise and stop drumming for any woman on the planet. So if that's what you want, we're done. And she's like, oh, well, I mean, I just think he said, there's nothing to argue about. We're done. And he broke up with her then and there on the spot. And, And I thought that was so fucking baller. And I would not have done that. He was so clear about the fact that there was no compromise in this area of his life. I'm sure if she'd said, you know, can we spend a Sunday mornings together or something else, he would have compromised because he was a, he was a, not a rigid person, but having a woman dictate the terms of your life to you means that you're not a man, right? That you're not actually stepping into your power. And it is kind of a common thing that a woman can be attracted to a man who has a clear purpose, but then she can be, once she's with that guy, she can be threatened by that purpose. Because if the man is really focused on his career or on his, artistic pursuit or what some area of his life that's really important to him, this makes him attractive because he's living in his truth and his power. But at the same time, it says to the woman, you're not my primary focus in my life. And so often a woman can either subtly or or obviously try to pull you off that path, try to get you to choose the safer path and the path that's going to spend more time with her in a predictable area. And that in a in a place where she, you don't keep getting more attractive because that can be threatening as well. Don't put up with that. You won't get rewarded for it in the long-term, even if she's, you know, she stops crying and then says, oh, I love you. It, that short-term gain means that you are constantly capitulating to her needs, and, and they're not her primary needs, they're just her wants, and you won't have respect, and that relationship will not be healthy. Do not put up with shitty behavior from anyone. Number six, do not look for female signals of interest. IOIs, as they are known in the industry, indicators of interest. The problem about this is that they do actually exist. If a woman sees a, girl, a guy or a girl and she likes him and she wants him to come and talk to her, she will give him signals. And those are the classic body language sing- signals of like opening her eyes and doing a bit of that and bit, do, doing a bit of this and doing a bit of mm, a bit of this if she's really obvious. Uh, giving, Looking at the guy, making herself available, opening her out, her body language, this kind of thing. So these signals certainly do exist, and women will use them. But the problem is that if you're waiting for them, firstly, you're you're going to miss many of them because often they're quite subtle. The girl may think she's giving clear ind- indications, but really, to you, she looks like she has a resting bitch face, but to her, that's her, like, I'll, I'm available face. So you, you're going to miss a lot of them if you're only dependent on women giving you invitations. And the worst thing about this waiting for indicators of interest is that mostly she won't be giving them to you because unless you are absolutely her perfect physical type and even if you are well above look average looking even if you're a good handsome looking lad to most women you just blend into the crowd you're just another man right cuz women tend to not objectify men as much as we objectify women they tend to have their attraction to a man activated more by things such as, what is he doing? How does he communicate? Uh, what is his dress sense and his and his and literally his interactivity style doing to her? So the guy that if she's walking down the street, she doesn't even see him, the same guy can come up to her, start a conversation and demonstrate that he is clear and masculine and grounded and flirtatious and so on. And within 10 seconds or some number of minutes, she can be really attracted to him and then start giving him signals of interest. I think this is the curse of the good-looking guy. I used to rely on this 100% to meet women. So before I got into cold approaching girls, all of the girls I met were through my band or through my social circle. So as I've said earlier, this is a very limited way to meet women and I had limited, uh, limited opportunities, but yeah, sure, I had some opportunities. But what I would do is I would play a show and then I would hang by the bar with one of my buddies, and I would wait until a girl who was not nearly as good looking as me. So if I was in that scene when I was all dressed up in my rocker outfit and and uh, you know well groomed and whatever, I was pretty hot in that kind of scenario, I guess. And so I would wait until I got signals from a girl who was clearly interested in me, and then maybe I'd talk to her. I wouldn't even do it directly though. I'd probably still go over and try and think of something clever to say, but. I, w- I was dependent on women giving me signals. And guess who was giving me, giving me signals? Girls that were not nearly as attractive as I was, right? So they were not the hottest, most coveted women. They were girls who saw me as being above them in the sexual marketplace. And so they were making it easier on me. And I, I teach quite a lot of very good-looking guys. Like I mean, I teach all sorts of men from all ranges of looks and, and whatever. And often the guys that you would say, oh, wow, this guy's really handsome have a harder time at this than the guy that's average looking because if he's very attractive but he doesn't go and take what he wants what happens is guys like that tend to get snapped up by not hot girls who've got good game All Right? so i've seen this happen many many times students or friends who are really handsome good-looking guys ending up with girls where you're like Fuck, that's not a that's not the match that he could have got he could have got a way hotter girl if he'd gone out and looked for one, what happened there was she went, I'm gonna take that boy. I'm gonna give him some signals, make it easy on him. I'm gonna fuck him well. And then I'm gonna wrap him around my finger for a few years until he realizes he can do better. So that's problematic. If you're waiting for signals, very likely if you are getting signals, they won't be from the most amazing women, the ones that you really want. Because if she's a very attractive woman, she knows that most men, if if she gave him a smile, would come over and try and start something, right? So to her, You just blend in as like another dude in the crowd. Don't take that personally. It's fine. It's good in a way because it means that you get to go and create your own opportunities. Yeah, when I stopped waiting around at the bar for the average girls to come and give me a wink and started walking up to girls who clearly gave me no indicators of interest. They didn't look at me. They just walked past me blankly and I went, hmm, I want to talk to that girl. She's not interested, but I'm going to see if I can make her interested. Run over and then do my thing and then see her eyes light up Hopefully, as she realizes that I've got something to offer and that I am an attractive male, and then I, my face changes from being an average male's face to, okay, this guy's sexy, this guy's powerful, this guy is a good communicator, and then she's attracted to you. So, very important. Do not wait for the signals. Go ahead and make your own. And finally, number seven, you do not need to try and impress women. Most men think the complete opposite. I know I did for a long time. I used to think the only thing you have to do. Is try and impress women. I used to think that if there was a hot girl and she was going to choose between a bunch of guys, the only criteria she would be looking at aside from, okay, his looks, but then she would be looking at what does he do that is impressive? So is he famous? Has he got some cool skill? Is he really witty and intelligent? Uh, You know, what is it that he can do? What performance can he put on for me that is going to make me go, huh? That guy's impressive. He knows how to ride a motorcycle and flip it in the air or that guy can, can uh, quote Shakespearean sonnets or whatever. I used to think that was it. Like, okay, if you get a chance with a girl, you've got co- you're in a conversation. What have you got to do? You need to impress her really quickly. You need to let her know what the things you know, the, how intelligent you are, how funny you are, what cool stuff you have, uh, what abilities you have that are different or better than the other men. Otherwise, you're out of the race. This is incorrect. This is so incorrect. Now, it's not that there are not things that a girl may kind of be impressed by in your life, right? So I do a lot of these things. You know, I have a cool business. I travel. I have all sorts of these things that you could put into the impressive bracket. And if I'm hanging out with a girl and she starts finding out things about me gradually, so I just happen to we talk, talking about a topic and I bring up something that I have an area of knowledge on or she sees through hanging out with me that uh, you know I'm well connected or I have some interesting friends or or I have some skill or whatever if these things come out okay the girl will note that and she'll be like okay that guy's cool he's you know he does that he plays in the band or he's got this business going on or oh, okay he's got that area of knowledge or he has this skill she'll note that and it will it will gradually start to form some aspects of her pe- picture of you, and she may find herself thinking you're an impressive human being, okay? So it's not that these things have zero effect on a woman, but these are not the areas that she's deciding to fuck you over, unless you are super famous for that thing, and she's totally into you because of that thing, right? So, okay, if you're a, whatever, you're a rock star, or you're f- famous in some area, uh, and she's super into that thing, Uh, And she finds that very, very impressive and she's attached you to that, then, yeah, that can have some effect. And that's what a groupie is. Essentially, a groupie, whether it's for a skateboarder or a musician or a yoga teacher or whatever, she perceives a guy who's really good at that thing as being super high value because she has a very specialized interest in it. Then, okay, cool, that that may work. But that's the the problem is that so many men put so much time investing into trying to become known or famous in some area, trying to work their way up a dominance hierarchy so that women will notice them and be impressed by them. The amount of effort you need to put in and how lucky you need to be or how uh, fortunate you need to be to be that guy that's at the top of a dominance hierarchy and then for it to be one where there's lots of girls around because there's lots of dominance hierarchies where there's no hot girls, Martial arts, for example, I was in martial arts for many years, and there's just very few women go to martial arts classes or give any kind of fuck about it. <laughs> even when I was a musician, like playing in bands in, in Melbourne and gradually working up the scene and being, you know, better billed than this band and trying to become more famous than this guy, even that was a very small group of me- women who gave any kind of shit about that because it wasn't mainstream pop music. So if you want to impress a woman... You need to understand that it is never going to be about the things that you do. It's not very rarely is it going to be about the clever thing that you said. Women are impressed by a man who is at ease with himself, who is not trying to prove anything, who is masculine, and who fulfills her needs, her sexual needs, right? Not her friendship needs or not the needs of like, oh, that's kind of interesting and I like being around interesting people. It's that when you drop this idea that you need to impress a woman, you can get to the effective and more important part of just connecting with a woman, right? Don't try to impress her because women can often be impressed by a guy with like, wow, he's so interesting or he's so smart or he's so successful in business. And do you want to fuck him? Oh, no, I don't want to fuck him. I mean, he's impressive. I think it's awesome that he does that thing. Maybe I would go to him as a mentor or something, but no, I don't want to fuck him because he's whenever I'm with him, he, he tries too hard. and He's always trying to tell me how impressive he is. The moment you start to try and impress a woman, she registers it. If you're bragging about yourself or, or trying to talk about a topic with a lot of knowledge and trying to show her how much you know about something, for example, so often this comes across as try-hard, as cocky, as arrogant, and she's aware, oh, yeah, he's trying to impress me. Therefore, he sees me as being higher value than him. He sees me as being outside of his league, and therefore he needs to compensate by proving that he has something to justify me being with him All right so the moment you start doing that she recognizes oh, okay you're trying therefore I'm like okay do I let him try or do, how do I feel about this but for the most part women get turned off by men who are trying too hard they get turned off by men who are trying to impress them it's very it's very obvious that it's happening and it's not working now i'm not saying don't try and do anything with your life right I'm not, not saying okay this is a license to just uh, sit back and do nothing now of course that's not true it's it's very important that you develop yourself as a man and you, in, and you invest in pursuits that are going to make you uh, a more rounded human being. And as you do that, inevitably, this will adjust your char- character. It'll make you more confident. It'll make you uh, a better communicator and having resources behind you will allow you more freedom. All of that stuff, when it comes to becoming a success, is useful uh, in terms of the overall effect it will have on your life. And this, by extension with women, but trying to do that to get women is the wrong direction. You should be doing that stuff for you and then you should be learning about women as a as a basically a separate pursuit which is supported by your character growth. Don't try to impress women, try to connect with them. They don't want an impressive man, they want a man who understands them, who who desires them, who respects them and and who she can respect, who has interesting things to say and can uh, you know, has something going on in his life because that means that he's passionate and not a loser. But most primarily, the skill you need to understand is how to escalate on a woman, how to communicate with her, how to connect with her. And for that, you don't need anything external. You just need practice. You need commitment to it. You need awareness. Obviously, you need to understand all of the principles of seduction, but you don't need to be a guy who owns a restaurant and is, plays in a band and is a kite surfing champion and knows all the Uh, fucking histories of Bengal to try and impress her because it doesn't work. So stop trying to impress chicks. There you have it, gentlemen, seven things that I wish I knew when I was a young lad, when I was first starting out, which if I had have really known, not just as an intellectual idea, but internalized them, would have saved me a lot of wasted time and effort, and I would have gotten laid a lot more. So let me do the hard work for you, make all the mistakes for you, Go through and look, are you doing these kinds of things? And sometimes they're subtle, right? Sometimes things such as trying to impress a girl comes out subtly in just the way that you try and bring in a certain topic of conversation to show her that you're impressive. So it's not always the most extreme examples, but women tend to pick up on all the nuance and all the subtle stuff. So have a look through these and be honest with yourself. Are you doing uh, making these mistakes? Then it's time to remove them from your communication because they are not assisting you. So that's it for me. James Marshall signing out from wonderful Prague. I'm off to go and teach a bunch of dudes how to be kick ass with women. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural TV. See you on the next episode.